bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Yeah, I know you see me sitting in a shirt and tie. I know you're shocked you've never seen me in a shirt and tie. Yeah, 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 yeah. DJ Brother Z over there laughing, like, why are you dressed up like a clown? <laughs> you dress like that every day. I know I dress like this every day. Well, not every day. You heard me? Yeah, I heard you. Oh. Like on the air, on the radio. Oh. Like, really? Oh. <laughs> 833-212-1017 is the number. So I've been trying to figure something out. And I've been trying to there was a conversation this morning that bothered me. It 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 and it it, it wasn't well, hang on, let me let me do this. See, that's what you get when you put stuff in front of you and you're trying to maneuver stuff. So I'm going to do this. Uh, See if it works. That. Hey, it worked. I hope it did. Nope, it didn't work. Anyway. Here is some of the. Some issue I had, right? Younger people seem to think. And I say younger, I mean five, ten years younger than anybody. Seem to think that older people need to get out the way. And I was a little, I was a little thrown aback when when somebody said that to me because because I'm 
I was trying to help this person understand that when change happens, right, it's difficult. Just like when you're younger and change happens, it's difficult. When you're older, change is difficult. The only thing we understand that many people don't understand is change is inevitable. And it's been said till we're blue in the face, right? But one of the only things that is actually consistent is change. So then why do we have an issue with it? So I'm going to give this 50-50. The person was correct, but then... When things are turned over to younger people, they usually mess it up. They usually don't listen to wise counsel, think they know everything, and then mess it up. So I got some simple tips for everybody. Make it an easier time dealing with it. Right? Six tips on how you can be, well, more adaptable. Right. Because those are those are those are some things we have to deal with when stuff is bad. It's, it's really nice to know that eventually they'll change. We try to avoid things changing. For the worse. But how you cope it, how you cope it, how you cope with it really can make a difference in your life. So you can deal with it, pull out the benefit of change or you can moan and groan and cry and be upset because you're having a hard time. And many times what people don't understand is everybody has a hard time and you can't talk about when you're going to have a hard time or if a hard time is going to come, it's coming. So here's some simple things you can do. If, If you want to change, if you want to handle change in a positive way, number one, focus on being flexible. Instead of dealing with change as a whole, deal with it in terms of the smaller things about it. Yes, we changed to a new studio. And at first, It was a pain. You had to get in your car, walk, do all sorts of stuff that was different because we got used to where we were. But then what are what are some of the small things you can change to make the overall change better? So then what you really have to look at is what are some of the outcomes that you can make better? Number two, just have a positive attitude. Some people just complain and moan all the time. Now, I'm not talking about when you process. Now, for me, I process things, and so it sounds negative because I'm asking questions, and what about this, and what about that, and I don't understand this, when in fact, that's my way of processing. So it's a difference that when you're through the processing, you go, oh, okay, I like that, versus not liking anything. Number three, think forward and stop always like, no, I'm not going to say that. Things will never be the way that you think they'll be, and things will never 100% be the way you like it. So what you should probably do is get over it. Number four, ask for help. Now, I'm, I'm easy to say that is difficult for me. 
I have a significantly what we call high internal locus of control. I think that if something breaks, I can fix it. I think that if something goes wrong, I can facilitate it. Now, is that true all the time? Oh, no. I've got significantly more failures in my life than I do successes. And because of that, I have to do what number five says is look at the big picture. What's going on today? Take a step back. Look at the big picture. Where are we going and where are we going to end up? Take a breath. There's much more to life than your little being upset about something that you can't change anyway. But my last suggestion is to really, really focus on what things stay the same. Like, what can you consistently believe in? When I show up, I'm going to get there on time. My big pet peeve, I'm going to tell you, this one throws me and upsets me to no end. I go to work early so I can get the same parking space. It drives me crazy when I get to park and I get there and somebody is parking in my parking space. Now, granted, this ain't my parking space, right? It belongs to a building. Like, dude, it's not your parking space, right? But I park there every day. I expect it to be there and I don't expect you to be in it. And here's the weird part. I'll be there. I'll know whose car it is. And when I see them, I feel some kind of way about it. Like, why DJ Brother Z park in my parking space? I'm so with that. It'll be like, hey, Dr. Ken. And I'll be like, hey, what's up? Which one is your space? I'm not telling you. I'm just using you as an example. <laughs> and I, he went and, and see, see, and he went and stole my space. See, that's what I'm talking about. So I, I have to admit it. With, sometimes when you try to make things stay the same, it doesn't happen that way. And you got to deal with it. I try, I try to create those things that stay the same. But in the end, what are some of the simple things in life? Having the same producer every day, having the same book you have to read out of every day, having the same uh, screens, computer, all that. The more you can figure out is comfortable, what's comfortable for you to stay the same, I think you can cope with change a little bit better. 2023 is coming and change is coming. What are you going to do to deal with it? 833-212-1017 is the number. And if you have an issue with any of this stuff, if, if you have with, with, with what's going on and wonder what is that, it's simple. You know what that's called? Life. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth. On the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Ebony, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hello, Ebony. Hello? Hello, hello. Do you have me live? Yes, I do. What do you need? I need some legal help. Okay, hang on. We will get to her soon enough. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll wait to if you can hold on till the break, we'll talk to you off the air and see if we have to steer you somewhere to uh get some legal help. 833-212-10. I'm I'm not gonna read that because that's gonna that's gonna ooh, that's gonna make me hungry. And I don't well, yeah, I can do that. Really? Okay, so Truth Fans, MK in the morning with Mel and DZ want you to go on a shopping spree this holiday season. Thanks to our friends at Sherman Park Grocery Store, Mel and DZ will be giving away a $50 gift card every day. So what can I call? Um, Ooh, I'll use my African name. They won't know it's me. And then I can say it's me and then I can get it. I probably shouldn't have said it on the air, should I? Okay. Um, They'll be giving away a $50 gift card every single day next week on MK in the morning. Located near Fond du Lac and Sherman, this black-owned grocery store provides access to affordable, healthy groceries in the Sherman Park neighborhood. Shop local this holiday season for all your food needs. Sherman Park Grocery Store. Hours of operation are 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Also, visit them online at shermanparkgrocery.com. Let me see. So $50. I can come up with a name. Maybe I should just go over there and be like, hey, I want a gift card. Y'all supposed to give me a gift card. I got to take my name off of all the. Going to get rid of all the social media for 1017 The Truth and get my name off so I can go over and get a 50. Would I do all that for a $50 gift card? Anyway. <sighs> yeah, I might. <laughs> I might well, you know, it depends. I mean, I can go to the grocery store, I can walk there from the from the house. I can just go over there and say, "Hey, baby, I got some food. Give me some food." All right, eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I was having a very interesting conversation with somebody today, and it was about life insurance. It was about like, I don't understand why black people don't have life insurance. If you have Life insurance, 833-212-1017. What kind do you have and why? Because it disturbs me that black people don't have, no, I'm generalizing. Many black people don't have life insurance, but I can do this. How many African-Americans have Life insurance. Wow. Wow. Somebody did a study, life insurance in black and underserved communities. It says that black families have the highest rate of life insurance ownership of all racial groups at 56% compared to 52% of the total U.S. adult population. And so the idea that a lot of black people don't have life insurance looks like it might be false. 
Black families have the highest rate of life insurance ownership among all racial groups, 56% compared to 52 For the total, and uninsured black Americans are nearly twice as likely as others to say they will definitely buy life insurance within the next year. Life insurance has traditionally been one of the key methods for, and here's the key, enhancing prosperity and financial security across generations. So why does it seem that black people don't want to leave money for for their family? I don't understand that. 833-212-1017 is the number. I've seen a number of people pass away, and they didn't have life insurance. And so for me, unless you got burned out of your house or there's an issue with a health care, with, with health care or something, there's no reason why you need a GoFundMe when someone passes away. There's there's no reason why, unless you learn at a young age, that assets and life insurance enhance prosperity and financial security. Are you ready? Across generations, like not just you. You build it up. In the, I don't understand. Why, why doesn't the black community embrace life insurance? 833-212-1017 is the number. And if you have it. Why do you have it? I have it so my family can be taken care of. You ready? You ready? When I die. I love it when people talk about if. What what exactly are you hoping for? Jesus return or you're going to die? Like pick one. Odds are you're going to die. And so what are you doing to take care of you? Well, I got no kids and they all grown and they don't need nothing. Yeah, but they got to take care of you. I just don't understand that. We talk about economic empowerment. How important is economic empowerment if you're not willing to invest in your own family? Why would you wait to die to have someone else help your family and you didn't? And, and, and I'm not talking about the ones where suddenly you get ill and something happens and you're unable to do it. That's, that's different. I'm talking about when you live a long, fairly healthy life. And you don't do anything about it. You don't do anything about taking care of your family. You know, some of the most important. Not, no, that's that's incorrect. Some of the most famous people in the world died without a will, died with directions on how to make sure their family is taken care of, and the family completely and totally decimated all their money and everything they had. And Prince was one of them. James Brown was one of them. Was Michael Jackson one of them? I think he might have been. And it's easy. It's simple. I want my picture on the wall so my great, great, great grandchildren can say thank you. And you can start small and go big. But I, I just I just thought that was interesting. I, I thought I, I ran across that. 
And I looked at it and I went, we actually own more insurance than the average person in America, 56%. But I think the issue is people don't know how to use it to build economic empowerment and financial security. And so in a couple of weeks, we're going to have somebody here to actually talk about that, to actually explain this is what it is and this is how you make it. Our homicide rate in Milwaukee is literally higher than it was last year. Last year was higher than the year before and higher than the year before. Come on. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Before we go to break, Al said, to be honest, family has to appreciate family before a life insurance policy, meaning some families will throw their parents in a nursing home, visit once a month, and act like it's nothing. But you have to have insurance to actually put them in a nursing home, number one. They got to have some assets or something. But life insurance is for when they die. Life insurance isn't for when they live. Life insurance can be used to have cash value to help send kids to school. Like, like watch this. This, this is just me. Before we go to break, one of the things you should buy your kids if you have a niece, a nephew, grandkids, newborn, the one thing you can buy them, you can get with all your family members and put your money together and buy them an insurance policy and then pay for it. Can you imagine the money they would have in 20 years, 25 years? In 18 years, you could build up enough cash value to pay for college. And then they can pay themselves back or do whatever they need to do. But there's a difference. There's something about paying yourself back than paying the bank that I think is most important. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So, I'm just a little perplexed. Um, I'm just a little. So, you've you've heard about the 10-year-old who uh, killed his mother. And, and the, 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 the question, should he have been charged as an adult. Like that's the question. Should he have been charged as an adult? 
And and I was talking to some juvenile folks and they said that you know, you have X amount of time that once a person um is taken into custody, you have to charge them, right? And so you only have X amount of time to deal with a juvenile. But I guess if you charge them as an adult, anyway. So all things being equal, to talk to a child, you have like, what, six hours in order to get done what you want done. And they charged him. I think they had to, if I'm mistaken. Now, you, you tell me. I think you had to if, um, if uh, you're a juvenile and you commit homicide. So if, if I have it correctly... And if I don't, 833-212-1017, you're charged as an adult for homicide. That's that's one of those. But there are a couple ways for you to remand this kid down to juvenile court. And there's a way to do that. But I'm unclear. I had a, a child advocate, a case manager talk to me. And and they spoke about there are a couple of ways. And one of them, they said, the first one is this, but the second one is pretty hard. And I said, well, if the kid has mental health issues, that should be enough to try this kid as a juvenile. That that should mitigate at least one of those ways so that this child can get the help that he needs. Stop thinking that this kid at 10 years old whether he was in his right mind or not in his right mind, there's something fundamentally wrong about a 10-year-old who has the mind to kill someone. Now, the flip side to that is that many people don't understand the justice system. So when they see things they don't like, instead of trying to explain it or understand it, They holler racism. Now, historically, that's true. Historically, like I say, the system works. It's the people in the system that don't work. It's the people in the system that take advantage and do things that they can because they can because they have immunity. I say, let's do what's right for this child. If this child has mental health issues, get them tested, get them through the system, get them treatment, and let him eventually be released just like we did Slender Man Girls too. And then I had somebody tell me, yeah, but the Slender Man, you know, uh, uh, she didn't die. I said, yeah, but you sure made sure that she had mental health issues so that you could definitely get her sentence mitigated knowing that she would get out significantly sooner than someone who's found guilty of reckless homicide. That was intentional. You not only set that girl up at the Slender Man Girls, you made sure that nobody else in your classroom came to your party except this girl and another girl. And then you lied to your mother and you said, oh, no, I asked everybody and they didn't come. And the teacher, right? All these people thought those those kids kids didn't want to support. You didn't invite them. This is my understanding of it. You didn't invite them. 
And then when you tried to kill her in the bathroom or somewhere by banging her head up against the wall, that didn't work. And when she ran, you chased her and you figured out you were going to hurt her. That's ridiculous. Absolutely and totally ridiculous. So if those Slender Man girls can get put in jail, get out of jail, and be at home right now, this 10-year-old boy can too. 833-212-1017 is the number. Don't be sneaking in here and not pick up a, a microphone and a and a turn turn the microphone. Turn the microphone. Okay, good. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay, King Zach, Alex. Oh, hello, Dr. Ken. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. I can't hear you. I think he's going. You know, now oh, I can hear you. You can hear me now? I, I can hear you. Good can, evening. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I didn't think know? I was going to see you. I thought... Denise Thomas! <laughs> Man. What's going on? What's going on? Look Everything. at you all dressed up. Look at all blue. Look for at my, all blue for, my bears. for your bucks. For my bears. For the bucks. For the bucks. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Know your audience for the Bucks. Go Bucks. Go beat those Kings tonight. Ooh, what's yes. going on with? Oh my God! Ooh, what? look at you. Well, you know, I ain't saying nothing. I'm just taking a picture. Oh, stop! Click. Okay. Stop. What's going on with you? I'm I'm here about to record for the Soft Life Chronicles. Excellent. That's what I'm talking and about. And we're talking about diabetes prevention today. Ooh. So stay tuned, listeners. Ooh. Ooh. And so I think it's pretty cool that you handle the women and I handle the guys. It, as it should be for all of us. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, as it should be, Doctor Ken. That. I'm not touching that. I'm yes, no. I I appreciate the opportunity to, and I I learned as well. I've learned so much. You know, we've talked about breast cancer prevention awareness, right? right. Diet. So you know, healthy diet, and now we're going to talk about diabetes prevention, and we have some of the top physicians right. who happen to be. What? African, <laughs> as you move what? your, what is that, a Mc, McFlurry? Oh, no, no. Oh, no. That is a McFlurry. It's a premium chocolate shake from that place around the corner. Oh. Around a, yeah. You know, I can't consume that. Oh, I, I can't either. I, I can't, can't even either. imagine the impact of having a milkshake. <laughs> Once every couple weeks. You have a milkshake every two weeks? Yes. Really? Yes. Like, scheduled. Like, oh, it's milkshake yes. day. Because that's all I can, right. So, so that's your like certain food I can oh. eat and then, okay, that's enough sugar. Boop, done. That's your treat. Right. I love used that. Used to be, used to be almost every day. Then it was once a week. Now it's once a couple weeks. January, once a month. Ah. Six months in, zip. I like that. Zip. 12 hour fast every day. I'm trying to stop. Uh-oh. Don't, don't say nothing good, please. Drinking. Okay. <laughs> Not just like my alcoholic. Turn the microphone off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she's going to stop drinking. Right. Okay. That, that's a rumor that I don't want to start. <laughs> I am trying to stop drinking Diet Coke. Ooh. Because. Coke Zero. Oh. Is that. Should I. I love You know what? Let me stop because they're not a sponsor of this show. We don't want to give them too much love. But Well, not a can. Carbonated beverages I'm, I need to stay away from. Diet carbonated beverages. Wow. I heard it's bad for your heart. It probably is. It's probably bad for a lot of organs. Dark, yeah. So, so what, have you, been, what so, have you been talking? What's the hot topics for today? I'm trying to wonder why I invited Denise Thomas to come in and talk to me. And now she made me feel bad about the Diet Coke that I drink. But that's okay. Because I, 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 I already felt bad about the Diet Coke. And why did you shave? <laughs> when I saw you Sunday, you. No, this my face. I can say, oh, okay. It looks so nice on you. I just said, why? I didn't. I didn't say 
You shouldn't have. I just asked why, Dr. Ken. The same reason I do every other month. You you cut your beard every other month. Okay. Yes. All right. What you saw was only one month's worth of. Well, I'm glad I saw it. Thank, what thank is this lighting that. fixture right here? I don't know. That's some Tory Lowe stuff. Where Maybe it's that? his motivation. So what are the hot topics right. that we're, we're discussing yeah. today? Nothing really. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it. It's, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. I'm, I'm trying Herschel to take Herschel Walker did not win. <laughs> oh, we knew that. Did we? Yeah. It wasn't a landslide. No, it wasn't a landslide. So when you say we knew that, what do you mean? Well, because the, the, the pre-votes, and I know I'm late for a break, the, the pre-votes and, and the early voting and all that was like $2 million. And Republicans in Georgia were, I'm going to take the traditional way. I'm going to take off work and go vote. I'm like, good luck with that. You know, everybody else in the country would move forward. You okay? And and so when that happened, I knew he wasn't going to win. <clears throat> and he he lost by a sliver. The problem is, initially it would have been a recount, but now it's not because it was a runoff. So you don't recount runoffs. Well, so he's just. I will say this toast. for the sake of sanity. I'm so glad it's over because every time he opened his mouth to speak. I literally could not understand a word that he was saying. And then the werewolf vampire, <laughs> I was like, this, this dude was supposed to represent right. the state of Georgia right. as a U.S. senator. But what has Warnock done in the two years? Nothing. But I think that's the type of Lesser of two evils. Getting. Well, I wouldn't even say that because I'm not from Georgia. So I don't really care. About it. But, but, but it does impact the country because. The, OK. All right. But here's why. I want to get local fix first. I hear you. I want Milwaukee. Then, then I don't care about who has the count in the House, the Senate. All why don't that. you run for public office? Because I recognize that you could be a king or a kingmaker. Mm, and I can so make and I can make multiple kings instead okay, of being. Yoda. Okay, Yoda. Boom. That's there Yoda right there. That's I don't need up. to be the hero. I make heroes. Denise Thomas. That's so glad to see you, Doctor Ken. Hope your listeners are having a great week. You just graced my presence by showing up and brightening my show. Thank you. Anytime, Doctor Ken. I'm Thank about you. to go do this soft life chronicles. I really sounded soft when I said that, didn't I? I got. I got. I mean, cubby soft life I got. I got a place out there for you to leave a check. You know what? Right, it's it's the holidays. I got nothing. That's that's why see I need to check. Oh wow, y'all see that? See, how she just left me. Let me go chase her. The truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 212 
1017 is the number. A story from TMJ4.com about, you know who Jennifer Doro is. She is the Waukesha County judge who presided over the trial of Daryl Brooks, who was convicted in the Waukesha parade attack. Headline says from the I-Team, Judge Doro, or Doro, allows suspect two days to go to jail. Instead, he attacked his family. An Oak Creek man accused of stabbing his in-laws in Illinois has been sentenced to jail, had been sentenced to jail the day before in Wisconsin. However, Waukesha judge running for state Supreme Court allowed him two days to report the I-team discovered. Michael Louie, or Lau, L-I-U, Michael Lou, 36 years old, was supposed to report to jail December 2nd to serve four months for a domestic violence incident over the summer. Judge Jennifer DeRoe sentenced him on November 30th and allowed him two days to report. According to Will County Sheriff's Department Facebook post, during those two days, Lou traveled to Oak Creek, from Oak Creek to Crete, Illinois, which is like near Creek Money, south of Chicago, to exact revenge on his soon-to-be ex-wife's parents. According to the Will County Sheriff's Department, December 1st, he fired shots into the home of his ex-wife's parents, broke into the home, stabbed the 66-year-old woman. 68-year-old man intervened. He was stabbed as well. The man defended his wife, stabbed Lou, 17 times, according to law enforcement, all three are expected to survive. Wisconsin court records show two days earlier, Lou was in a Waukesha County courtroom facing eight counts of domestic abuse-related charges after an incident with his family over the summer. According to the criminal complaint, one of Lou's children was crying and he grew frustrated. The complaint says he threw a, a magnetic block across the room. Then he's accused of charging at his wife, yelling at her. Complaint says he punched his wife in the shoulder and she took the children into a room. Complaint continues. He forced the door open, took a hammer, smashed one of the kids' iPads in the hallway. And according to the wife, there's a history of domestic violence. The complaint says it had been going on for at least eight months, dating back to December 2021. After the incident, they had what's called a useless, worthless 72-hour no-contact order in place. That's, that's my comment, not theirs. So Lou was not legally allowed to contact or be around his wife. Next day, family friend contacted police after he made statements to them. And according to this person, complaint states he said something similar to, I'm going to kill one of the kids in me. When police confronted him about his statement, he said he was joking. He didn't mean the statement according to the complaint. And it goes on to say, when police contacted Lou's wife, she said he tried to contact her multiple times in violation of the 72-hour no-contact order. And a neighbor said Lou was staying with, uh, called his wife and asked where the family handgun was located, the children's birth certificates, and the social security numbers. He's charged with eight different counts for this offense, including stalking, battery, disorderly conduct, criminal damage to property, and contact after a domestic abuse arrest, which is commonly called bail jumping. Wow. Got sentenced, had a plea sentencing, pled guilty, three counts battery, criminal damage to property, contact after domestic abuse adjunction, I'm sorry, arrest, 
Judge Jennifer Durrell, who's running for state Supreme Court, sentenced him to four months in jail. Work release, probation, according to court records, allowed him two days to report to jail. Why would you allow somebody two days to report to jail after they literally traumatized their family? Literally had made threats to do things. And the next day, the next day, Will County Sheriff's Department said Lou traveled to Crete, Illinois, and stabbed his in-laws. The Rose campaign team provided the following statement. First off, my thoughts and prayers are with the victims for a speedy and full recovery, which, which in my case would not have been needed had you actually locked the person up. In this case, I sentenced Mr. Lou to jail despite it being his first defense. It's unfortunate he did not report to jail as ordered and went to Illinois instead. Uh, Janine Geske, retired Supreme Court justice and professor at, Concor- at Concordia. Wow. At, Mar- at Marquette University Law School, because we don't have a law school. I don't think it reflects negatively on her character. Really? Really? So if it's a guy, it reflects negatively. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. I'm disappointed in Janine Geske. I'm disappointed. And so when you argue with judges and lawyers, the first thing they say is, well, you don't understand the law. Well, I understand idiocy. I understand the fact that somebody did the same thing that you're complaining about somebody in Milwaukee County doing. They did it in Waukesha. However, Geske says he pled guilty to three charges. That charge, while not being held against them, would be considered during sentencing. Ooh. And the other charges he'd be held accountable for. But in this case, there should have been red flags. No kidding. You have multiple counts of domestic violence. This guy has been consistent and has done everything that he said he was going to do other than being caught in a joke about killing his, himself and his kids. Ridiculous. So we got a Milwaukee County district attorney who admitted fault. Need to get him out of there. And why exactly are we letting Judge Durow? Well, everybody has a right to run for whatever they want to run for. But wasn't it David Borkowski? I'm sorry, Borowski, who released Ernest Blakely, sexual assault of a child? Why? Like, what exactly are you doing? Went and killed his ex-girlfriend, set the house on fire, and ended up being killed by police in a shootout that might have even injured passersby. What is Milwaukee coming to? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number.